This is Project Keto. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast is a result of my lifelong experience searching for the answers to my health struggles. I'm here to teach you the how-tos, practical tips, and tactics to eating a ketogenic diet. No more deprivation or confusion when it comes to your amazing body. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Season 6. Today is episode number 2, and the topic is carbs. So remember that Season 6 is all about going back to the basics and really understanding the aspects of food and the aspects of your body so that you can fully understand health and you can start to advocate for yourself and become your own best doctor. So by the end of season six, you should feel like you've had a big crash course in health and healing and you should feel like you know exactly what kind of food or what kind of diet or what kind of plan that you should be doing based off of your own specific needs. So today we will be reviewing carbs so that everybody has this topic totally mastered. But before we do, do uh, before we jump into that topic, let's just go through a quick weekly update. I have had a couple more classes of my homeschool nutrition class and it is getting better and better every single week. I'm really impressed by these students. Some of them know a lot about nutrition. Some of them came into this knowing nothing about nutrition, but they're obviously learning more each week and they're starting to get really, really um, curious. So this last week they had such good questions and we got into some really heavy topics um, about why the food industry has gone downhill so bad and how the government is involved and why certain companies and organizations are motivated to degrade our health. So it was actually quite a heavy topic, but I'm so glad that they were interested in that and they continued to ask why, 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 kind of over and over until we got down to really the point of why this country and frankly our world is struggling so much with food and health and so many other topics. So I'm really proud of them for being curious and for asking the hard questions. And some of them have been really amazing at implementing the changes to their diet and to their life so far. So it's just really exciting to see that in young people. And I know that I would have benefited tremendously from learning this as a teenager or a kid. Now, one other weekly update topic is that I have a new habit for this month. For October, I am going to be focusing every morning on journaling. So I've gotten into a bad habit of getting up in the morning and getting on my phone and going on Instagram or something like that. And so for this month, the first thing I'm doing when I wake up after I have my morning water and I make my cup of black coffee, I'm going to sit down and do some journaling and then I take out my planner and I like to use the brand Panda Planner and I fill out my planner for the day. And the Panda Planner is really fun because it has all of these little sections like what are you grateful for, what are your goals for the day, what's your affirmation for the day, 
and it's very very organized and it gives you all these different sections to fill out so it's not just a calendar but it's it kind of prompts you to get more organized and to remember your goals and to stay focused so I've already started that for October and it's feeling so much better and my reason that I want to do this for October is because when I get up and journal I become such a better manifester. I manifest the things that I want easier into my life. I remember who I am and what I'm doing and why I'm doing things. I become more grounded and I just can see that I'm a happier person every day when I start my day that way. And I get way more productive. So that's my goal for October and I encourage all of you to have a goal for the month as well. And I like to put a little star or mark off on my calendar every single day that I complete my goal because it really is satisfying to actually mark something off or put a sticker on a date when you do something. It just makes it so much more rewarding. So let's go right into today's topic, which is carbs. And we'll start with talking about which foods are high in carbs. But don't panic. When I go through all of these foods, I'm not giving you a list of foods that you should never, ever eat. These aren't, quote-unquote, bad foods, necessarily. These are just foods that would promote a blood sugar roller coaster. You learned all about that in last week's episode. So in the future, you'll discover which foods really do work for you and which foods do not. So some of these foods might be appropriate for you at some point, some of them might not. But for those of you who are really serious about making changes to your health and you want to start improving, like you want to either lose weight, like body fat, or you want to get off of a blood sugar roller coaster, or you want to be able to have really sharp focused thinking and a good brain, or um, you want to have less joint pain or autoimmune reactions, if you're one of those people and you're just ready to feel better, then I would suggest eliminating or dramatically reducing the amount of high-carb foods right now. And remember that it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be off of these foods for the rest of your life. Just right now, this is going to be a season for you where you're not eating these kinds of foods. So there are six categories we'll go through. The first is starchy vegetables. So this would be foods like potatoes, butternut squash, acorn squash, carrots, peas, beets, sweet potatoes, pumpkin, turnips. The list can go on and if you just search on the internet for a list of starchy vegetables you would know that all of those vegetables are very very high in carbs. The second category is grains. This would be like corn, wheat, quinoa, oats, millet, barley, amaranth, rice, rye, buckwheat. And the list also can go on from there. Then we've got high sugar fruits. So this is basically all fruit except for berries. But some examples would be bananas, apples, pineapple, mango, watermelon, grapes, cherries, pears. You get the idea. Our fourth category is processed foods. So this is more general. This would be like cereals, breads, muffins, cakes, candies, sugar, low-fat dairy, 
ice cream, pancakes, popcorn, chips, Pop-Tarts, ice, oh, we already said ice cream, crackers. So you get it. I mean, everybody knows that those aren't health foods and they don't promote any kind of healing. But just know that one of the reasons is because they're very, very high in carbs. And if you ever see something labeled as low fat, you can pretty much promise yourself that it is a high carb processed food. Our next category would be legumes. That would be like black beans, soybeans, fava beans, garbanzo beans or chickpeas, kidney beans, lima beans, lentils, all beans except for green beans. And then our sixth and final category would be sweeteners. So this would be like white sugar, brown sugar, beet sugar, dextrose, fructose, glucose, lactose, maltose, sucrose, honey, agave, brown syrup, maple syrup, coconut sugar, cane syrup, and we can continue probably for another two hours listing out all of the sweeteners. Now, these two that I'm about to say are ones to avoid at all costs, and these aren't sugars, but they're artificial sweeteners. So do not have any artificial sweeteners ever, and that would be like aspartame. So you find aspartame in diet soda and all kinds of things. You can even find it in gum. Everybody needs to cut that out right now. Artificial sweeteners definitely give people anxiety, and they give people racing heart rate. They give people mood problems. They can even give people OCD and lots and lots and lots of other health issues. So if you're going to cut out one thing on this list, it would be artificial sweeteners. Now let's talk about some examples of meals that would promote a blood sugar roller coaster. So this would be like if you wake up in the morning and have some toast with jam. A lot of carbs, not much fat, no protein. Or maybe you have cereal with skim milk, same thing, tons and tons of carbs, almost no fat, almost no protein. Oatmeal with bananas and honey, pancakes, sandwiches, pizza, pasta dishes, hamburgers if you're having the bun and ketchup and french fries, chicken noodle soup. You have to be really weary and really cautious of prepared soups like canned soups or soups from a restaurant because they're loaded with secret things like gluten or cornstarch in the broth to thicken it up and make it more addicting. They usually have noodles. They usually have sugar added. It's like a big pile of mysterious added ingredients that you never realize are in there. Same with salad dressings. Usually those have a lot of carbs, a lot of sugar, and a lot of bad fats. So if you're having a salad with sugary dressing, breaded chicken, croutons, dried fruit, and candied nuts, that's like a big bomb of carbs and sugar. Or maybe you're making shakes with bananas, yogurt, juice, and pineapples. So those would all be typical meals that I hear people eating all the time that some of them they even think that it's a health food, like oatmeal with bananas and honey might seem like it's a healthy meal, but when you really look down to it, it's just a big, huge bowl of sugar. So some examples of meals that promote stable blood sugar, that would be eggs with butter or coconut oil and maybe some vegetables and avocado. Or you could have a salad filled with tons of greens, bell peppers, chicken or maybe beef or shrimp, raw nuts if you're doing nuts, avocados, snap peas, and then a dressing that is like loaded with 
olive oil or avocado oil and vinegar and then some spices. So if you don't like to make your own dressing, I would highly recommend you buy the Primal Kitchen dressings. And they have all good fats, no sugars, no junk added, and they taste great. My favorite is the Vegan Ranch. And all of you know, obviously, I'm not a vegan. Clearly, I'm 0% vegan. But I like the Vegan Ranch because it doesn't have any eggs in it, and I cannot eat eggs. So I'm sure that their regular ranch that has eggs is also really good, but I've just never tried it. Another meal that would promote stable blood sugar would be a protein shake with lots of fat like coconut milk and low low uh, sugar fruit like berries, maybe some stevia to sweeten it, and lemon juice and some really high quality protein powder. And if you don't know how to make protein shakes, definitely go to last week's episode and go to the, the, the webpage for it, which would be projectketopodcast.com backslash episodes backslash S6E1. And you can download a free guide with three different protein shake recipes and ways to alter the recipes so that you love them and protein powder recommendations. And it's just such a helpful guide for people who need to up their protein shake game. And it's free. Another meal that would promote stable blood sugar would be bulletproof ice cream. So go to maybe Dave Asprey's website, or if you have the Bulletproof Diet book, the the ice cream recipe is in there. You could make cauliflower crust pizza with pizza sauce, sausage, pepperoni, nutritional yeast instead of cheese, basil, mushrooms, Himalayan salt, or you could even make that same type of pizza, but on a tortilla pizza using the Siete brand of grain-free tortillas. That brand, Siete, also makes tortilla shells. So you could make tacos with those low-carb, grain-free tortilla shells. You could make a stir-fry with tons of vegetables, shredded chicken or beef, chicken broth, spices, and then you could add some miracle noodles. Those are zero-carb noodles to your stir-fry. So those hopefully are some helpful ideas for you when you're trying to think about what kind of foods can you eat on a lower-carb diet, avoiding all the sugars. So what about desserts? Everybody should enjoy their life and everybody should be enjoying food, especially on special occasions and holidays. So I don't want you to expect to go to the rest of your life without any desserts or sweet, tasty foods. There are always ways to make or bake or cook anything that you want, but with healthier ingredients that won't raise your blood sugar or cause inflammation or promote stomach aches or bloating or headaches or puffiness and harm your body. And don't worry, by the end of this whole season, you are going to feel like you're a total expert in finding recipes and creating foods that you absolutely love. So nobody's going to be having withdrawals or feeling bad during this season. Some sweeteners that I would recommend trying would be New Naturals Liquid Stevia. If you've ever tried stevia before and thought that it tasted bitter or bad or it tasted really icky and you didn't like it, then make sure that you try the New Naturals brand, N-U Naturals. 
So many people like this brand better than any other brands they've ever tried. It doesn't taste nearly as bitter and it's not filled with bad ingredients like dextrose or artificial sweeteners or sugar. Believe it or not, you can find lots of Stevia brands that have sugar in them. So that's just a total waste of a product. And the New Naturals brand is really, really clean and pure and um, it's going to be a safe one to try. One thing that I have to point out is that people will not like Stevia if they're also eating sugar. So Stevia will taste bad in your mouth if you typically eat sugar on a regular basis. So if that's you, just give it a couple of days where you cut out the sugar 100% and you're only using Stevia as a sweetener and your taste buds will actually change and you'll end up liking it. So you do have to give that a chance. The New Naturals brand also makes some other products like sugar-free maple syrup, chocolate syrup, and a bunch of other sugar-free products. So that's a great place to go if you are really needing to boost up on replacements and this is all new for you. I use the Stevia in the liquid, like the clear extract form. And so that you use a little dropper and it's very, 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 very sweet compared to sugar. So you would only use a tiny amount. For example, in a cup of coffee, if you normally put two or three spoonfuls of sugar in your coffee, you might only use two or three or four drops of stevia, depending on what you like. So it's very concentrated and you only use a tiny amount. Another sweetener for you to try would be Lakanto. That's spelled L-A-K-A-N-T-O. And that's a sweetener that's made with monk fruit and erythritol. And it comes in a lot of different forms. Like you could get like a white sugar replacement, a brown sugar replacement, powdered sugar replacement. And they also have chocolate chips, maple syrup, chocolate bars, and a lot of other sugar-free products. I love Lakanto. I use this in my cakes. I have a little side gig baking keto cakes for people and I use the sweetener in there and tons of people who normally eat sugar love these cakes because it tastes exactly like they have sugar in them. So many people say that Lakanto is like exactly the same flavor and taste as sugar and it's just a really easy one for one swap and it makes life amazing. So be sure to check that out and see if that works for you. Now, some really easy swaps. If you are craving carbs or you're craving these foods that you normally eat, but you're trying to cut out the carbs or you're trying to cut out the junk foods, let's go go through some easy swaps for you. Like if you're a person who wants to eat pasta and you're really missing this, then try spaghetti squash instead and you can make spaghetti squash and put tomato sauce or whatever you would normally put on your pasta maybe some pesto with some ground beef or some chicken that is an amazing swap miracle noodles they are zero carb noodles totally gluten-free grain-free i love these wonderful thing to try out Another one would be kelp noodles, and you usually find those in the Asian section of the grocery store. They're a little bit odd because they're a little bit um, almost crunchy, but I love them. So kelp noodles are great. They're not great with tomato sauce. Like, they're not a great 
Italian kind of pasta replacement, but they're really good in stir fries and sometimes in like chicken noodle soup. And then if you are a higher carb person, you could go for some gluten-free pasta. Those are usually still going to be pretty high in carbs and sometimes they still have some junk in them. But if you're just so overwhelmed and you're starting out with a standard American diet and you're just inching along and trying to make slow, easy swaps, then gluten-free pasta could be okay for you for a period of time. If you're craving chips, I suggest the Siete grain-free chips, and they also have tortillas, they have uh, taco shells, and I think they also have some like hot sauces that are really great. If you're craving pizza, make tortilla pizzas with the Siete grain-free tortillas, or maybe there's another brand you find. And if you've cut out dairy, use nutritional yeast instead of cheese on your pizza. Same thing with your pasta. If you're craving ice cream, make the bulletproof ice cream or make a protein shake from those recipes from last week and those protein shakes taste like ice cream. If you just need to go to the store and buy ice cream, buy the so delicious brand of dairy-free, no sugar added ice cream. Now that ice cream definitely hurts my stomach and gives me gas. Same thing with my entire family. We've all had to stop eating that. But if you are already eating regular ice cream, it would be better to just switch to that for sure. And then remember that Lakanto and New Naturals both make chocolate syrup. So that would be a fun little topping. If you're craving cookies, then I have a freebie recipe for you today. I have my famous double chocolate chip cookie recipe that's grain-free, it's nut-free, it's dairy-free, sugar-free, it's super low in carbs, high in good quality fats. So go to today's show page, which is projectketopodcast.com backslash episodes backslash S6E2, like season six, episode two, and you can download a free recipe for my double chocolate chip cookies, and they are so good, and people just rave about them. They're also really easy to make. Now, soda, if you're craving soda, try the brand Zevia, Z-E-V-I-A. I don't like this at all. I think it's disgustingly sweet, but I see people love it. So I'm just a person who has a really low tolerance for sweet because I eat a carnivore diet, so I almost never eat anything sweet. But if you're really used to soda, then you're used to that kind of thing. So you just swap over to Zevia. It is a delicious fruity carbonated beverage I think they even have like root beer and and cola flavors but it's sweetened with stevia or you could get some dynamic greens and this is something that I can link to you would order this online it's a super high quality powdered uh, like fruit and vegetable kind of drink that tastes amazing and even little kids love it people who are trying to get off of juice and soda love it And you normally would mix this with regular water, but you could also mix it with sparkling water if you're missing that carbonation. If you're craving chocolates, go for an 80% or darker chocolate bar. You can even get 92% from this amazing brand called Equal Exchange. Or you could make a chocolate protein shake, and that might curb your chocolate cravings. 
And I'm going to be, just so you know, I'm going to be posting all of these swaps in a really easy to look at guide, like a graphic on our show page for today. So projectketopodcast.com backslash episodes backslash S6E2. And you'll see these swaps in a really easy chart where you can just print that out, have it in front of you so that when you're getting a craving, you don't have to think very hard. If you're craving pancakes or waffles, go to Pinterest, look up keto waffles or low-carb pancakes or gluten-free, grain-free pancake recipe and make those. I don't know what you're going to find, but you'll usually find something that's made up of almond flour or coconut flour, eggs, some kind of fat, maybe some baking powder, vanilla extract, cinnamon, something like that, and try it out. And then you can get some Lakanto or New Naturals brand of sugar-free maple syrup. I've never tried those because I hate maple syrup, so I don't know if they're good, but I love those brands and I trust what they make. If you're craving tacos, make tacos with the Siete grain-free taco shells or tortillas. And some people even just make like a big taco bowl and they don't use any tortillas or shells or chips at all, so that can also work. And then if you're just craving something else, like cakes, cookies, muffins, sweets, something that I haven't listed here, you are going to become an expert at going on Pinterest and searching. I say Pinterest instead of just Google or the internet because I just think that Pinterest is a better place to search for recipes. It's more, it's just full of amazing things. So go to Pinterest, search for something like gluten-free, low-carb muffins or low-carb sugar-free chocolate cake or keto chocolate chip cookies. Use those kinds of phrases like gluten-free or keto or sugar-free or low-carb. But then when you open up the recipe, almost 100% of the time you'll find that the recipe is not perfect. Like maybe it calls for some kind of artificial sweeteners and then you learn to swap that out for Lakanto or Stevia. Or maybe it calls for, I don't know, some kind of really junky, low-quality maple syrup that has a bunch of bad ingredients in it. So you swap that out for your Lakanto or your New Naturals syrup. Or maybe it's calling for a bunch of flours that you wouldn't want to have, like potato starch or quinoa flour or I don't know, grain flours that are gluten-free, but they're full of grains, and you just don't want to have that. So you have to kind of search through a few things till you find something that looks pretty good, and then you alter the recipe so that it is not going to have any junk in it. And you'll become an expert at searching for recipes and altering them for yourself. So remember today to go to the show page, projectketopodcast.com backslash episodes backslash S6E2 and download the free double chocolate chip cookie recipe. And you can start making that and it is delicious and amazing and people just love it. And you can also look at the chart that we just went through about the easy swaps. If you're craving this, then make this so that you have it right in front of you and you don't even have to think about it or get stressed out while you're having cravings. And now we have our fabulous season six segment 
what I am loving right now. This week, I am absolutely obsessed with Michaela Peterson's interview with Dr. Ken Berry. It is her episode number 117, and I think it's titled Top Carnivore Diet Doctor Tips with Ken Berry, and it's amazing. You don't have to have any interest in carnivore to listen to this episode. They do talk about carnivore a little bit, but what's so cool is that they talk really in-depth about the difference between total and net carbs. So if you're confused if you should be counting total carbs or net carbs or what to look at on a food label, listen to that episode and you'll understand. They also talk quite a bit about cholesterol and they're busting some big cholesterol myths in there. They talk about withdrawal symptoms from giving up food. So that definitely applies to you if you are listening to today's episode and you're going to be giving up a bunch of carbs and junk foods. You might have withdrawals and you should listen to that episode to learn about what to expect and what to do about it. They talk about how the gut microbiome controls your thoughts And they also talk pretty in-depth about why doctors don't know very much about health and what you should do about that. So it's just a fabulous episode. I highly recommend you go find it. She's on YouTube and she's on Apple Podcasts and I'm sure she's everywhere else. But it's Michaela Peterson's podcast, um, episode number 117. So that's all for now. I am going to be um, posting actively over on Instagram. So come and check me out at Madeline Rosie Evergreen on Instagram. I put a lot of ideas about what to eat and how to meal plan, how to prep, um, how to stay positive on there. So feel free to join me over on Instagram. I'll have a nice big focus on cutting out the carbs for the next few weeks. And I really look forward to catching up with you over there. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and review this show wherever you're listening. It really does help me a lot. This is a free learning session for you. This is totally free content that I'm happy to give, but you can pay it forward by writing a review. And frankly, just know that it does help me personally. It helps the show. It helps everything grow and it helps other people learn about this podcast and get help and improve their own lives. So thank you for doing that. I really appreciate it. And I will catch you next week.